Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Believe in the Eagles. The Eagles are going to the Super Bowl for the second time in five years, but that's nothing to Joe Valerio, host of Believe in the Chiefs. They go to the Super Bowl, it seems like, every single year. It's Eagles, it's Chiefs. Joe played for the Chiefs, but he's a local guy to the Philadelphia area. So this will be a very informative conversation for all our, our Believe in Eagles viewers and listeners out there. What's going on, Joe? Mike, how are you, buddy? So great to be with you and a couple of Believe guys just getting here together, right? Been, I've been doing the Believe in Chiefs for several years now, uh, covering the team and always in my heart, uh, you know, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. So this is this is, this is is football heaven for me. I mean, you know, at one point, when I was playing fantasy football in a league, uh, my name, the, my team name was the Kansadelphia Eagles. <laughs> so, because I have such an allegiance to both squads, and uh, this is just this is Nirvana for for a football fan. I'm 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 really excited about this game. So, for the people out there watching or seeing this, uh, Joe actually appears on my radio show weekly on Wednesdays at five o'clock. We just talk NFL. We call the segment Cup of Joe. Joe played, of course, with the Kansas City Chiefs during the Joe Montana days in Kansas City. So it's just good to kind of pick his brain on football. But now we have a matchup. You know, all year Joe will come on. He says, well, I hate to always talk about the Chiefs. Well, it's Eagles Chiefs, man. We got yeah. Eagles Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So let's uh, quickly, uh, what did you see? A lot of conversation about what Philadelphia did against San Francisco and then what Purdy went out. That changed the game. I don't know what you think about how that game was going to go ahead of time, but man, the Eagles just look dominating on both sides of the ball up front. And to me, you might differ from me, but I don't know that Purdy staying in that game healthy would have made much of a difference. No, because it was what it was what the cheat what the Eagles did to the 49ers defense that really mattered. And they were, you know, gashing them with the RPO. And I could tell, you know, it was funny when they were running the RPO, I could tell they were they were holding off on Jalen just a little bit because you know, I watched the game pretty closely. I was actually at a sports bar in Miami, believe it or not, watching the game. And uh, we were down there for work. And the um, when I when I saw Jalen starting to run the RPO, I kept thinking, do they really need to run him right now with Purdy out and, and like looking pretty dominant? But they were running him to the outside, and they were kind of running him off shoulder, right? They were running him away from from taking a direct hit or where where or the fact that he could just step out of bounds or do a quick slide. He didn't run any real off-tackle RPOs, which which was really smart. So they kept it in the game plan, but it was still enough to freeze the linebackers and, and the strong safety and, and most of the defensive linemen uh, of the 49ers to really create some gashing hole. You saw some of those runs that the Eagles had were, the, you know, it was amazing. You could driven a truck, truck through some of those holes, and that's what the RPO does. And, and, and Mike, I think as I look at this, like what they did against the 49ers, I, I think Purdy in the game, maybe it's, maybe it's 28, 14, 
you know, maybe it's 31, 17, something like that. The, the Eagles still were going to dominate that game. You could just tell. All right. So after watching what the Eagles were able to do, that San Francisco defense, if you're watching from the Kansas City perspective, Joe, tell us what the, San, the, the personnel on Kansas City, how that matches up with Philadelphia does really well. Well, I think I think I think the um, the linebacking core uh, uh, of the Chiefs is going to need to be very disciplined. They're a pretty disciplined bunch, and they've got a solid defensive line that knows how to play against quarterbacks who can find the pocket within the pocket. Right. So, the Chiefs have developed a very disciplined rush in the way that they they don't have a. I mean, they've got sacks, I and mean, they certainly have. You know, Chris Jones, we know, can get in there. Uh, we know that other guys will step up occasionally, but their their defensive line has really learned how to play a very sort of methodical uh, defensive front or rush against the quarterbacks that they have to play in the AFC. Guys like Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, um, you know, uh, Joe Burrow, who who are not quite as mobile or as run tendent, you know, with a run tendency as Jalen is, but they they hold up in the pocket much like Jalen does where Jalen knows how to find, you know, that I call it finding the pocket within the pocket. And that is what will give the chiefs, you know, uh, or what they're going to have to work on. Because when I look at this matchup, I think this, this, these two teams match up really well in pretty much 90% of the areas. I think their defensive lines are both very similar and capable, big dudes in the middle guys who can pass rush, get after the quarterback their linebacking core, mobile, big, you know, solid defensive backfield. You know, a couple of injuries there for the Chiefs. So, you know, they're going to be nicked up a little bit, but they're still very, you know, young, right? A very young defensive backfield. Defensively, they're they're almost like very similar. I wouldn't call them mirror images of each other, but they're awfully close. Offensively, you've got two of the best lines in the league, if not the two best. It could go back and forth. Some people We'll say that the Eagles line probably has a little bit more of an advantage than the Chiefs because they're they're solid from tackle to tackle. The Chiefs have a little bit of a weak link in their in their right tackle, but they're still very you're still both top two, top three offensive lines. Running well, I was back, gonna say, Joe. I was gonna say, Joe, on the offensive line, because people don't talk about offensive line. We always look at skill players, and now well, they got AJ Brown and Devonta Smith, and they've got Kelsey and Mahomes. But the interior offensive line play for the Eagles has really, I think, paved the way in specifically in the two playoff games. But how that affects teams, because like you said, Chris Jones is fantastic, but they dominated a decimated offensive line. Are the Chiefs going to be able to get this rely on the same pressure that they got against Cincinnati against this offensive line? Well, I mean, that's going to be their test. And I think that's where that's where this game is going to come down to. It's going to come down to, well, I always like to say it always comes down to offensive line play because that's what I did. But really, to me, it's going to come down to how they react to what Jalen Hurts does because I think those are the two biggest differentiating pieces for both teams. Again, maybe the, the Chiefs have a little bit of a, a leg up with 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 Travis. I mean, but Dallas Goddard's, you know, he's he's just he can be just he can play just as good as Travis Kelsey when when he when he wants to. So in the and like I said, the running backs are very similar in their size and their stature. That nobody's got a Derrick Henry or a Walter Payton or a Barry Sanders or, you know, a game changing, you know, running back, the Jamal Charles that's going to completely change the game. It's going to come down to the offensive line. And it's going to come down to how the Chiefs react to Jalen Hurts. 
because I think he is the key piece in this puzzle for the Eagles because the the Chiefs will have not seen anything like Jalen Hurts. Yes, they've seen mobile air quote quarterbacks like Josh Allen, Burrow, Justin Herbert. They've seen athletic, young, up and coming quarterbacks, but they have not seen anything like the RPO that Jalen has mastered over the course of these last couple of seasons and how it holds everybody tight in there and allows allows the Eagles to kind of do what they want to do when they start to pause and hesitate uh, on defense. Uh, Joe Valerio, believe in the Chiefs. I'm like, yo, this is believe in the Eagles. Eagles Chiefs Super Bowl 57. Uh, wow, who would have thought that these would have been the two teams? You got the Andy Reid going back against his former team, uh, obviously. You know, Nick Sirianni started his coaching in Kansas City as well. He was in Kansas City with the Chiefs. Um, but one of the big things about this game, you know, I think about is the big play. And the Eagles tried down the field against San Francisco a bunch of times early until they really didn't need it anymore. But there were plays to be made down the field. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith made that unbelievable catch that really wasn't a catch. But the Eagles have those playmakers. How do the Chiefs secondary, do you think, line up with all the weapons the Eagles have in their pass offense? Well, I mean, not that not that you're going full live one-on-one with your own team every day, all day. But I think if there was a team – that was going to be prepared for what the Eagles weapons have. It's it's going to be the chiefs defense because they play against some really top offenses in, in, in the NFL, you know, obviously a lot of them in the AFC, right. They've, they've been able to shut down, you know, Burrow and the Bengals hold them to 20 points. You know, they, they got after Josh Allen this year, um, you know, didn't, didn't win the game, but they were able to at least limit the things he was doing you know, that they've always played close games with the Chargers and some of the weapons they have and Justin Herbert, uh, you know, out there running around. So I think and also just going against their own team day in and day out and having to face Patrick Mahomes in practice, you know, having to face the very diverse receiving core that the Eagle or that the Chiefs have. Um, the Chiefs defense kind of sees those players every day. Right. They got it. They got to find ways on defense, you know. To when Travis Kelsey to stop guys like Travis Kelsey when they're running scout team and different things like that. So, you know, I think I think this Chiefs team does match up pretty well against against the uh, the receiving core. You know, AJ Brown's kind of he's probably the a notch above what we're what the Chiefs have seen as far as you know that that receiver that literally can can take you out of out of the game. But if if they and if they focus too much on him you know, Devonta, you know, figures it out, right. And Jalen figures it out. And then Dallas Goddard's popping around acting like, you know, a younger Travis Kelsey. So it's almost like they're seeing the same team again. I don't want to beat this point up too much, but the thing that's going to be to the Eagles advantage is, is going to be what Jalen can do and what they can do in the running game and couple that RPO along, along with it. Cause it's, you know, when I was coaching high school football, we ran the triple option and I just know what a fit that gives teams, you know, when, when you, when you're not disciplined. So the chiefs, the, the, the mantra of the chiefs this week and the next week should be discipline, discipline, discipline. <laughs> Cause if they fall trapped to it, you know, it's going to open things up because there are, they are some young D backs on the chiefs team that could get exposed. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be something that will be interesting to see that matchup AJ Brown and Smith against the secondary here. When you, Joe, if you are, you know, you played offensive line, you sat in these game planning meetings, 
what is Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid? What are they looking at at this Eagles defense of where to attack it? What is the Chiefs area on offense that they want to try to attack on that Eagles defense? Yeah, I mean, they're going to, you know, Andy's historically like to go to the perimeter, right? He likes to go to the perimeter when he runs, um, you know, puts in, he's got the jet sweeps. He will run off tackle. They don't, they haven't had a whole lot of success mashing the ball, right? Um, this is not the 1990s Chiefs that that I was part of, you know, with Christian Okoye to the right, 250 pound Barry Word from University of Virginia to the left like right up the gut, like this, this is not happening. And, and that's not going to happen against this Eagles defense. They're too strong in the middle. Their defensive front is, is way too big uh, to be pushed around. So I would never, I would not expect anything, you know, out of, out of the chiefs to try to mash the ball and, and, and beat the chief, beat the Eagles up the, up the middle. Right. That, that's interesting. You know, we have a local kid, Isaiah Pacheco. He grew up 10, 45 minutes from where we are, played football in the same league uh, where my high school is here. He's a violent runner. They just don't seem to establish him all that much. Yeah, they, they well, they try to get him going on the outside. You see where his big, you know, his big runs in in the game against the Bengals were happening, where he was he was getting those, you know, yards after hit or whatever you want to call that stat, you know, after that first hit, he was getting them on the perimeter. They're going to run him off tackle. They're going to try to get him the ball, swing him the ball out, and they, you know, the Chiefs like to extend the running game, right? They they're they're not a, a team that's going to just, you know, hand the ball off up the gut, but tackle to tackle, you know, 20 or 30 plays a game. They're just not going to do it. They, they don't have the, the the backfield personnel to do that. Um, they have the line if, if they worked at it, but they just don't have the backs to do it. So they're going to rely on extending the running game with quick, you know, quick outs. Um, they're going to you know probably be running a lot of um, jet sweeps. You know, they're going to try to use the speed of some of these receivers, you know, if they can get Kadarius, Tony and, and, and Mercole Hardman healthy, they're going to try to, you know, run, run the jet sweep, get the, you know, and then, and they kind of run a, they run a, it's not with Patrick running, he's not going to be running the ball, but they do an RPO off of the jet sweep a lot where they'll try to freeze some people with the jet sweep. And then, you know, Patrick will pop the ball back and he'll look for Travis over the middle in the passing game. You know, they're, the chiefs are, they're an intermediate passing team right they're, they're not somebody who's going to beat you deep they're not they'll, they'll take a shot every once in a while because Patrick has the arm to do it um, but without the speed of Tyreek Hill and with you know without having him in the game with McCole Hardman hobbling the last couple of weeks and months you know they're not gonna they're not gonna be running these big double jets you know po double posts and things like that to beat you deep they're gonna they're gonna try to get you in that intermediate passing game somewhere between eight to 15 yards, high accuracy, you know, low margin of error passes, try to get, you know, post Travis Kelsey up like, you know, like Shaquille O'Neal, you know, in the middle of the defense by the basket and, and they're going to post him up and, and try to get him free. That's where they do. They, they just, they're very methodical. They're, they're, um, that's what I think Eagles fans will be looking at is they're going to be looking at a very methodical offense. that's going to start a little bit slow, look for some weaknesses and then start to expose it as the game goes on. That's, that's how Andy has been for the last, you know, five to eight years in, in the 10 years he's been in Kansas city, since he's brought Eric B on as his, his OC, they, they take a little time to heat up, but once they find that crack, they will take advantage of it and they'll keep running it until you stop it. But it's definitely not going to be a running, running up the gut for sure. 
Uh, that's our first look at Super Bowl 57. Joe Valerio's host of Believe in the Chiefs. This is Believe in the Eagles. I'm Mike Gill. Uh, hopefully we can jump on again maybe next week and get another expository on this matchup because it's going to be fun. So many different storylines. But we wanted to get a quick hitter out there, get Joe's thoughts on the matchup from the Chiefs' perspective, and then we'll do more from the Eagles' perspective as well. And, uh, of course, Super Bowl 57 will be here. Before we know it, all the storylines, they will all play out in Arizona. Believe in the Eagles will be in Arizona, so make sure you check our channel out for more um, stuff from Arizona. We'll try to pop up as much as we can here. Like, share, rate, review, subscribe, get it out there, and we'll try to catch up with Joe one more time between now and Super Bowl 57. Joe, great to see you, man. Believe. Hey, by the way, I go baby blue, dark blue. You went dark blue, baby blue. Good stuff. We have fashion. Our fashion uh, designers coordinated us today. Wanted us to look good for you know we, a week before the Super Bowl. Yes, thank you, Believe, for these nice uh, reverse outfits here. Uh, all right, Joe. Good to catch up with you, man. Thanks, Mike. Great to see all you, right. man. Joe Valerio from Believe in the Chiefs. I'm Mike Gill. This is Believe in the Eagles and the Eagles and Chiefs will meet in Super Bowl 57. We'll have plenty more right here on the Believe channel. Make sure you check back for more as the Eagles get ready for the Super Bowl. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.